This is Alicia, and welcome to the College Life Podcast. I am super passionate about education, personal development, growth, and bringing out the best in every college student. This podcast will help motivate you, empower you, and bring you clarity and confidence in who you are, in your purpose, and help you take action toward a life you love. Don't wait until you graduate to live your best life. Let's start now. Welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here, and today I am so excited about this episode. In this episode, I actually interview a current college student who was at one college and then has transferred to another. And the reason why we actually got connected was actually through the podcast. Nathan heard an episode that I did on sharing your goals and sharing your dreams. And then he actually shared his goals and dreams with me. And because of that, I wanted to have him on the podcast so we could really brainstorm together what he could do at his new college that would really help him get towards those goals and build the skills and the knowledge and the community and the network to actually make his goals and dreams a reality. Honestly, Nathan already knew so much about his college that he was going to, and I did still give him some insight, but I hope that it really just gives you an idea of how you really design your college experience based on what you want to do after college. And again, really thinking through what is your ultimate goal or dream and how close can you get to that? Uh, So I I really hope this episode will be helpful for you. And if you are interested in doing this as well, if you like this episode and you're like, wow, I really want to come on the podcast and do this, please make sure that you reach out to me. You can fill out the survey in the show notes, or you can just send me an email and share your goals with me and we'll see what we do um, from there. Let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here, and today I am interviewing um, somebody who we connected through the podcast. Uh, So this is Nathan, and Nathan is a current college student, and I'm really excited to hear about your journey. And today we're going to try something a little bit different, where we are going to be brainstorming some ideas that will help Nathan really reach his big goals. Um, So Nathan, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? And yeah, I just want to get to know you a little bit first. Yeah, for sure. So first off, thank you so much for having me on. I'm a fan of the podcast and I'm I'm really excited to be on. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm an incoming transfer student to Northwestern University and I am from Chicago, Illinois in the city. So able to stay local a little bit. Yeah, I guess for my major, I'm starting in radio, television, film, uh, which is in the school communications. And I've always had this, or I guess recently I've developed this passion for uh, comedy in particular. So I'm really excited to be in this school where lots of students have gone on to become like very successful in the comedy field. Um, There's some notable alumni like uh, Stephen Colbert, Seth Meyers, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and they were all like very active on campus at Northwestern. So I'm just really excited to get involved. Yeah, that is so exciting. I have heard really good things about just the Chicago area in general when it comes to this type of work, so comedy and also film. So you're in such a great place for that. So that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit first about your college journey. And you started out at another college and then transferred. So what was that process like for you? And what was kind of coming up to draw you towards uh, Northwestern? 
Yeah, definitely. So my, I definitely had an unconventional um, path and I went to this one school for 14 years and I loved the experience. Um, but kind of a drawback to that was that it was a very like sheltered community. And you'll hear this a lot is that, um, you know, when you were in one place your entire life, you get like comfortable a lot of the time. But I mean, when I was in it, like I absolutely loved it. I had an amazing group of friends and it, I just loved the place. But then, you know, when the college kind of process came around and it was time to apply for schools, I wasn't like super engaged uh, just because I was like loving, you know, what I was doing so much. So then when I ultimately went away to school and I'm the, I was a high school class of 2019. Um, so before the pandemic. Yeah. So then I went away and, you know, a lot of people won't tell you how difficult that first semester is, but I definitely found that to be the case and just learned a lot throughout. And then the pandemic hit, brought everyone home. So back in that starting point, which is crazy for everyone. And then, yeah, I ended up not going back to campus this past year, took classes remote, decided to apply to transfer to Northwestern. Um, and if you want, I can get into like the reason for that. Cool. Yeah, um, let's go for it. Yeah. So kind of during the pandemic, I, like I mentioned before, I, I realized I had this interest in comedy. And so with Northwestern in particular, like what really stood out to me was having that like chance to be creative and find under student, find other students um, that had that similar interest in whether it be performance or like improv, um, just like storytelling, all these sorts of like writing, all these sorts of like tools that will help me um, in this like pursue comedy, I guess. And so that's really what stood out to me. And then being near Chicago, having access to like the city, um, just a place that I absolutely love. Um, all of that really is what drew me to apply as a transfer student. What was the moment that you knew that you had to at least go for that? Um, hmm, I'd say there's actually something I kind of, I'd say it was gradual during my first semester at the other school. Um, but I set that goal pretty early on. And then that's one thing I struggled with was I realized it was going to have to take a while um, for me to get to that point. And like working on that patience is like just really difficult, I think, for a lot of people. And for I, I had trouble with that. But like, you know, patience, it's definitely something that's necessary to have or like necessary to work on in the college experience, because just like you're not going to get to where you want to be like in that first semester. Um, that's what I found. Oh, my gosh, that is so good. And so wise of you to already recognize that that was kind of what the struggle was, that you had to be patient with the process and 
you know, I think that that's pretty relevant for life after college too. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're feeling impatient right now, that is totally okay to feel that way. Um, but working on it now, I love that you're trying to think about how you can work on it now, um, to be more patient. Um, I will say that, uh, society, especially in us culture, uh, doesn't really, uh, teach us patience. I think early on, um, kind of growing up because, right now we can get access to things so quickly, right? It's almost instantaneous in in most cases, right? Um, And so like, whether it be food, ordering food, listening to music, um, watching anything, right? You can literally find it pretty easy (laughs) anywhere. Um, And so I think that patience is really challenging, especially when you're working towards a big goal like this too. It does take a while to reach your big goal sometimes. And then sometimes it doesn't, but that's pretty rare, you know, or it it looks like it it's, it's common, but it's actually not. And especially when, you know, you might be coming from like a school that I did where I was there for like 14 years and you have this really core kind of, um, support like network. And then that is like entirely taken away and you're thrown into this new like environment that is something that I overlooked is uh, just that it's going to take a lot of time. And like, you know, it's okay to, it's, uh, you'll probably, you know, you're definitely going to struggle with that. Um, that's something I found. Um, but it's, I just think that's something important to keep in mind. Yeah. So you struggled specifically kind of making new friends. Uh, yeah. But I'd just say like, I'd say like establishing, those like strong connections like with Mm. friends with um like classes I wanted to take professors like Mm. because I I really found that at my older school um like in high school and so it was more like the depth of relationships you know like those aren't going to come super quick in like one semester it's more you know going to be like introductory like you know the the orientation interactions where you're like oh what's your major where are you from those sorts of things so they're very surface level I mean they're still important but I just think you know that it's going to take a lot of time for the real stuff to develop Mm. yeah you definitely are learning patience in all sorts of ways (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that's great um awesome okay well let's uh I want to dive into um maybe what do you know so far about Northwestern as a college and opportunities that you may want to get connected to, or do you know anything up yet? And that's okay too. Sure. Um, yeah. So kind of the major I want to pursue, um, and the school in particular, I don't know a ton about it. I've just been like looking online and I've talked to a few, um, students, but I've one thing I'm most excited for is just having the ability to like collaborate with other students that have same interests as me. Um, And whether that be like in the classroom or there are a ton of clubs that like comedy clubs, like improv, sketch comedy. Um, My main interest is late night comedy um, and they actually have their own like late night show. So definitely wanna get involved in that. Um, But like during the pandemic and over the past like year and a half I haven't had that opportunity to like collaborate with others it's been like entirely 
me doing comedy like <laughs> in from my house um or from my place but uh and that's been great because I've had like you know complete creative control but it gets to a point comedy and I'm sure you know like what you do with uh putting out podcasts and it you know it's hard to um sustain that like entirely by yourself and so having others that are like-minded is um what I'm really excited for yeah and I think too when you're around other people who have similar goals or have similar skills that they want to build it makes you better Mm -hmm. it it makes you better um so yeah yeah, I love that and it's just it's also usually more fun when you're doing things with other people that are really cool oh yeah um, I love that you're super excited about collaborating with other students and that's kind of, you know, what's exciting you. Um, I want to know a little bit more about comedy. Like what, what about comedy is really drawing, like what's drawing you to, to comedy specifically? Sure. Um, so I think, so I, I'll talk about like late night comedy, which is my primary interest. And, um, so just like getting into like kind of the I'm also kind of like a comedy nerd so I'll like study um like older shows and comedians and like just read a bunch of stuff on like older comedians but one of the main things I've learned is that through late night comedy in particular it's really served as like uh it has that like communal aspect of like you know Johnny Carson back in the day like turning on the TV with the family like late at night and just uh, listening to the monologue. Um, like you'll learn about the the news and just kind of like laugh with the family. And so there's that like, you can, there's that bonding aspect. And then how that's evolved over time, like there's a ton of shows today and it brought it like has brought into cross like more genres like political satire, which is what I hope to do. So I guess that is where I've found it to be like rewarding is for myself, like I love writing. Um, I love filming and editing and that whole process of like putting together a creative project. But then even more than that, there are lots of other kind of uh, skills that goes into it and just like interests um, with like research. And there's a journalism school at Northwestern that I definitely wanna take classes there. Um, Hopefully like build my research skills. And that's what I love about late night is, I don't know if you've seen like last week tonight with John Oliver. Um, Yeah. Yes. That's, That's like my favorite show. And that's where, who I, like his show, I try and imitate through my own channel. And what I love is how he's able to like provide humor and entertainment, but then also inform the public through his videos and like on topics that aren't as much covered um, in the in the news. So I find that that like double approach to be really valuable and something that I hope to like replicate. Yeah. So would your dream be to work on a show like that or have your own show? Um, I mean either sounds amazing to me yeah yeah Uh, just able to like use my creativity like that that would be um the goal yeah 
Yeah. I love that. And I, I think that that's really great because you have this really kind of niche goal that's very specific, but it's also, you're open to things within that space, mm-hmm. right? You're like, Oh, I could write, I could research, I could write and research. I could be part of the show, right? Like, or some combination. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also other places, right. Where you can also work in that show. So there's so many ways that you can get involved with that type of thing and still be part of that, uh, and, and have that big goal come, come to reality, which is really cool. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and dive into some of the cool things that Northwestern has to offer or like what ideas that kind of come to mind when I'm thinking about this. Um, but you already said one that I think is a really cool opportunity. So they actually have a late night show. How did you find out about that? Uh, yeah, just kind of looking through their website, they list, um, lots of the groups on campus. Um, so this was one in particular that stood out to me. Yeah. It's called the blackout. Um, it was created, I'd say, I think just like five years ago. So that's, and I think it's like a more traditional sort of, uh, late night show. I I actually have no idea how they operate now, like through the pandemic and that sort of thing, but I'm sure they'll start doing more in person when we return, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. So I'm trying to get to there now. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So right now we're just looking at the show's website together. Um, So how would you start by trying to get involved in this show? Um, Yeah. So I think it would probably start with most schools have like a fall club activities fair. Um, Hopefully they'll be at that. And I assume kind of they'll probably operate like a real show and have like submissions. So definitely uh, I'll uh, work on that. And then that's one thing that I'm, I'm interested in what you have to say about this, but whether I should focus more so on this type of show, like collaborating with others, or I have been doing my own YouTube channel for like a year and a half. Um, and I, I don't think it has to be like one or the other. Um, but I'm happy to whatever advice, um, you're willing to provide. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the YouTube channel for a minute. Um, what are you learning about yourself or what skills do you feel like you're developing by doing the YouTube show? Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of, um, research and writing. So I'll pick a topic like John Oliver does, and then just research heavy into it, try and craft this script together, and then I'll edit it. And then I have this like little film studio I put together. Um, So I'll film it and then put in the visuals like he does, edit it on Premiere Pro. So there's like a lot of pieces to it. Um, And that's one thing that's great is just like learning all those elements to it and then reflecting on like which ones I like the most. Um, But then it's lacking that, you know, collaborative nature of working with others, getting their feedback, hearing other jokes and that sort of thing. I love that you're grappling with this because I think it's so relevant for kind of trying to figure out what's next for you. And also like it's, you could probably do both. Um, but one may have to give a little bit. Um, and so 
from what I see, well, first off with the YouTube channel, what's really cool about that is that you have complete creativity and flexibility and, you know, I'm getting that you are a very creative person and you really enjoy creation yourself. And what's really cool about that is like, you don't have to, um, meet a certain standard, like not, not a standard in it, like a, oh, it has to, you know, you have certain standards for yourself, but it's more like standards for like the organization or the community that you're working with. Right. So, um, so there's like a really cool, the flexibility to creation with that. I imagine too, that it takes a lot of time and energy to do all of those elements, right. You're not just, uh, writing, you're not just filming, you're not just producing, you're not just editing, you're doing all of those things, which takes a lot of energy and time. Yeah. If you want to do it well, which I imagine that you do, especially if you're trying to build this thing. Um, so, so that's like, you know, a piece of it, um, to take into consideration. And then also, um, if you were to, to stop doing it, like what word comes up for you right now? Just to just stop entirely. You, you just stopping. Yep. You're not doing the YouTube channel anymore. Oh, wow. I mean, I never even considered that. <laughs> It'd be, uh, I don't know. It'd surprise me. I feel like there'd be something would have to come up that would, uh, yeah, just cause I've put a lot of time into it, like over the past year and a half. So it's been like my project mm-hmm. and I've like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, but, uh, I have loved it. So that's fun. That's important to like, to take into consideration, you know, like what you, what you, what you, what is your initial like thoughts whenever I ask that question? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, oh, that's not even on my radar, uh, which is a good sign. That means that you probably should keep doing that. Right. At least to some extent. And, you know, depending on how often you're publishing, you may need to dial that back if you do get involved with other opportunities right on campus, but you might have to just play around with that and be, patient with yourself as you make those choices, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially when you're creating new content, you, you, I always encourage, I would encourage you to like dial it back since you're going into this college experience. And one of the really cool things about college is that you're meeting all these amazing people who are going to go on and do really cool things just like you are. So you want to build those community. You want to build out those relationships. And like you just said, relationships and community take time to build. So you do have to invest time in order to build those things. So that's something to take into consideration. Um, so just maybe just dialing back the frequency of the YouTube channel. Um, I love that it doesn't have to be either or for you, um, which I think is important. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And then just looking at this, uh, website. So we're looking at blackout Northwestern, uh, the blackout, which is the, the late night show that is hosted by the campus. And there's all these different positions, right? So it's like producer, writer, art department, directors of photography, camera operators, production assistants, uh, still photography, marketing editors, segment producers, stage managers, recruit chair, social chair, diversity and inclusion, head editor, live show director, and webmaster. Um, So first off, have you heard of all of these positions, kind of titles before? Absolutely not. And now you're going to make me feel bad when I get rejected from all these positions. Stop. (laughs) No, I am sure that this is actually probably really competitive here, right? Mm -hmm. I I, I believe so. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. 
this is so important too, is like this, this self-doubt that's coming up already. You're like, not self-doubt, <laughs> but you're kind of just like, oh gosh, like now I'm not going to get one of these positions. And there's a lot of them. Um, that was actually not the purpose of me sharing this with you. <laughs> I wanted to share all of these because a lot of times when we think about working or, or volunteering or getting connected to a campus organization, we don't realize the different roles that we can play on a team. And so look at the different roles that are available here and, you know, kind of explore like, oh, what does the art department do? Right. What does, um, what, what do production assistants do? And, you know, uh, I guess like one thing that I'm kind of noticing is that I would encourage you to apply for multiple roles. If there are multiple, if you can apply for multiple roles, obviously it sounds like, um, just based on what you were sharing is probably, uh, the writing piece is probably really important to you. Um, but maybe not, I don't know what, what stands out to you most so far. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be happy to do any of the ones you listed. Um, but I, I think writing I'd say is what gives me the most, um, just like it's the most rewarding for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like, I want that to be a big part of my career after college. So, um, I'd say I'd be happy to, I'd love to be a writer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. So I love, this is a first step for you. I mean, this is a big step too, by the way, it's not just like a first, Oh, we're just going to dip our toe in the water. You're like going all in on this thing. And I love it. So that is beautiful. Um, the other thing, I mean, I would do whenever I'm looking at other opportunities that are available at Northwestern is I would actually go, and this is for any campus. This isn't just Northwestern, but I would um, go to Northwestern's website and then go into the search box. And I would type in like, um, writing, uh, I'll just do writing. I'm just going to see like what comes up, um, because you want to be, uh, you know, writing for comedy. I'm not really seeing anything. Um, and you have to kind of play with this too. Oh, geez. I'm going to go a little bit more broad and go to comedy Mm -hmm. and see what comes up for me. So there's some courses that come up. Uh, so comedy arts society, I don't know what this is. Have you heard of this? Yeah. So that's a, uh, they have these things called modules. Um, it's kind of like, uh, like a, a minor almost. Um, and it's just kind of more of a, of a planned curriculum on, like a specific academic area mm-hmm. so that that one comedy arts which is uh it's actually through the major that I'm already doing mm-hmm. so I definitely want to sign up for that yeah it sounds very in alignment with what you want to do so I love that um so actually let's go let's t- dial this in like go even deeper here so if we were to click on this and we're going to just go look at that uh, kind of uh, module a little bit more in depth And you can kind of look at the courses, um, just to make sure that that like actually aligns with what you want. And I'm trying to look at, um, the faculty. So, um, so it looks like you have a module coordinator and a module advisor. So you could just like, look this particular like professor up and learn a little bit more about what they do. Um, maybe their experience. And the reason for that is because not only are your colleagues, right? Your, your fellow students going to help you reach your goals, but also your professors, um, can also, so I'm just going to click here. Have you looked at your professors yet? Um, we, so we sign up really late for classes. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> totally fair. And you know, a lot of people don't think to look at professors, um, like more of like what they do. Um, but for example, this particular one, um, let's see. So, um, this particular professor has a pro has an approach to working with students that is student centered and it enables students to be focused and ambitious. This is who you are. Like, so you are focused and ambitious. And what that means is this would be a perfect person to probably share your goals with. Let's reach out to her right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's go. No, <laughs> no, you're like too much, too much. No, but for real. So, but let's say you are like, oh, I want to meet, I want to work with this person. Right. So some other things that stands out to me is, oh my gosh, her scholarly work engages with the sociopolitical significance of space and landscape and its representation. Yeah. Representation in American cinema. So this particular professor it, like, let's say you were like wanting to do film, right. Related to space. Like this would be a perfect person to connect with. Um, they also, um, really focus on anti-racism. So if that was something that you're really passionate about, that might be a great, you know, person to get connected to. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I love this biography. They're always, they're always fun to, <laughs> yeah, learn a little bit more. Yeah. And so what's cool is that like every professor that you will have in this, uh, you know, program is going to have a biography like this. And so some of them are going to be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But then you meet them and you're like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. I have to work with this person or whatever it is. Or you might be like, you know, I'm not really sure I'm like vibing with this person, even if it's in a little bit of alignment um, with what I'm interested in. Um, but really they're an incredible resources for you and most faculty, I would say not all, and you've probably experienced some that were not that great, um, in your college time, hopefully not that many, but most of the time are like faculty want to help you and they have experience in the real world doing this type of thing, or they have connections with people who are doing what you want to do. So super important to, you know, consider as you're moving along your program. Yeah, that's, that's definitely great advice. Um, let's see what else. Um, oh, this is that. Um, also, um, I think just taking classes that you're genuinely, you know, wanting to grow in. So if you're wanting to be a better writer, if there are specific classes that are focused on writing, obviously you want to write, you use that. And even if it's not a class that's focused on comedy, write comedy, mm -hmm. right? If it's, um, if it, like I had a student, uh, recently who took a science fiction class and it was a writing class focused on science fiction. So how can you infuse comedy into science fiction? Yeah. Right. So like everything that you kind of do you're doing it and gearing it towards being better at what you want to be better at and it's also helping you know helping you develop writing skills um just from like an academic standpoint too for sure i think also one thing on top of writing one some skills i really want to build in college would be um on the performance side um they have a great theater school and that's one thing that's difficult though is a lot of their theater classes are reserved only for theater majors. Um, but I think I'm sure there's still lots of ways to get involved in um, performance and the, those sorts of uh, developing those sorts of skills. Yes, such a great 
Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's go to theater in a second and like performing. Um, before we do that, since we're kind of already on this website, I just wanted to show you one more thing to keep, um, to be on the lookout. And again, this isn't just for you. This is for also listeners who, uh, want to do big and really cool and big things. You have to do things that kind of are uncomfortable. And, um, I wonder if you have experienced this before, but like where you hear about something cool and you're like, oh, I'm totally going to go to that. But then the day of you're kind of maybe like you're wrapped up with friends or you're kind of, oh, I don't really feel like getting up to go to that thing anymore. Or it's super late. It's like at 8 PM. And I just want to hang out with my friends. Cause I'm already doing that. Do you know what I mean? Have you had that before? I, I hope 8 PM is not late in college. No. <laughs> No, no, I mean, not like no, late, I totally but like understand. Yeah, yeah. late to go back to campus or something yeah, like yeah. that. Right. You're just like, Oh, I don't really want to go back to campus. Like I'll go out, but I'm not going to go back to campus for like a lecture, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You. Late for academia stuff. That's so funny though. <laughs> <I'll get out. laughs> it's late for me now too, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, so, um, there's this person here that's like lecturing. So every uh, department. So in your, um, like the film, t- uh, what is it called? Film, television, radio. Yeah. <laughs> radio television. yeah okay. Um, so in this department, the, the staff and faculty will bring in people to come and speak on your campus about topics related to those areas. And so there's usually an event calendar that your department will have, or they will send you emails, which we all know that a lot of you don't read. Um, so do you read your emails? Number one. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Especially the ones that are like opportunities at the, you know, the school of communication or whatever it is, you want to really pay attention to those because oftentimes I'll see students like kind of skip over them or they'll click on them and just kind of like, eh, that's not important and delete it. And so really pay attention to those types of things. So I'm hoping that zoom is not going to be as much of a thing in the fall. So you can actually have some in-person experiences, but, um, so you can see here, they had a guest speaker. This particular person, um, is a star in a semi auto, auto, autobiography. I, I can't say it. Autobiographical comedy lady dynamite on Netflix. I haven't seen that, but maybe you have. Um, but let's just say, you know, you, are like, wow, I didn't know that this person would come to my campus. Well, they did. They came to campus in May and they've also been the voiceover for several other, um, oh, comedies. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. So, right. But, but like, you know, there's so many times when people miss these types of things and let's say you go to this and 50 people show up out of those 50 people, maybe three tops will reach out to that person after mm-hmm. that's it. And if you're one of those three, maybe they're going to respond to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, it's super underrated just like how, like such how colleges have such great access in terms of like bringing in um, speakers, like whether it be alums or, um, just like people in the field that are really doing amazing things. And yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's great advice to, you, you got to capitalize on those opportunities, you know? Yeah. And some of those things are going to fall through. They're not going to like, nothing's going to happen, but then 
every now and then something is going to break through that you were not expecting. And it's so cool when that those things happen, but this person was also the first female comic to have two half hour comedy central present specials. What? That is so cool. So anyway, um, so you can, you, you could attend that and ask them questions, right? Even if it's over zoom, you can ask them questions via the chat and that kind of thing. And it's just a really cool way to learn more about also other careers, other people's journeys that are specific to what you are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, because your path is not probably going to be right after college that you get a job where you want right exactly in that space. Mm-hmm. Although it does happen, but let's pretend it will probably won't, but then maybe it's your third job or your fourth job that gets you to that space. I'm writing this person's name at Maria Bamford. She's oh, yeah. super cool career. Yeah. Yeah. And so like listening to their journey, you could try to find them on a podcast or something like that, right. Where they're going to share more about their story, but yeah. So cool. Okay. Now let's go back to your other goal of wanting to maybe perform more Mm -hmm. and what that might look like. So let's dial in to just, um, let's do performance. Let me see what comes up with this performance studies important, but not what you're looking at. Um, let's do, uh, theater auditions or something like that. Oh, there are plenty of those at Northwestern. <laughs> yeah. So that would be probably where I would start because I'm not sure. And, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but it kind of sounds like you're not necessarily interested in studying theater, but it's more like you just want to get out there and be in front of people and, and practice being fr- being in front of people. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I think because of that, it's just auditioning and you could audition on campus and off campus. Mm-hmm. And really even just the process of auditioning is going to help you develop that skill. Mm, for sure. Um, it'll make you uncomfortable. It'll definitely get, get you outside of your comfort zone. Although maybe that is your comfort zone. I don't know. Um, but I think that that would be great to go through that process multiple times throughout your career and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I'd say even like, I'm sure there are lots of clubs and other, you know, student run organizations that will, uh, have opportunities for, for kids to, uh, to just kind of put themselves out there. Like stand up is one thing I want to get involved in. Mm-hmm. And like I know that's big across all campuses really. Um, but it's a great way to be like, get, get out of your comfort zone. And, uh, ah, it's, it sounds really different. Like it's going to be really hard. But it won't. Yeah. Let's say really fun, not really hard. Fun, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Let's just look at this. Oh, this is a, a dissertation. So people actually do research on this stuff too. Just fascinating. Um, let's see. Monthly stand-up show. Mm, okay. Evanston debut. So could you see yourself um, auditioning for this? I would, I would definitely give it a go. I mean, wh- whether I do well or not, I think remains to be seen, but <laughs> I'm happy to try well, okay. And it looks like here, a stand-up series is open to audience members. So it's not even that you're auditioning. You just go and you just go up and see what happens. Yeah. Open mics are 
I'm sure they're all over campus too. And Chicago. Chicago, yes. Yeah. Okay. What comes up for you whenever you think about doing stand-up? Um, mm, yeah. I think, well, I have, I have written, so like sometimes I'll just write bits like on my notes app. Um, so just like ideas that come to mind because I do watch a fair amount of stand-up. Um, I think the real, the big step would just be like getting up there in front of people, like in an open mic and, um, just trying it out. And that's, that's going to be, I'd say the big step for most people out there is just seeing how it goes. Mm -hmm. What has your relationship with failure been in the past? Hmm. That's deep right there. (laughs) come on you knew it was gonna go there eventually <laughs> relationship with failure um I mean I, I think it's always something I could work on is uh you know that on that mindset on that having a good approach towards failure and uh reframing it to like sort of if like let's say I did a stand-up set it went horribly you know not trying to not get super down on myself and instead like you know be be content with the fact that I went up there and then you know get back to the writing stage run it by a few people that I trust and then try it again and hope for an audience that will actually laugh (laughs) yeah and honestly you know asking that question I think a lot of us experience um or we just avoid failure right like nobody wants to fail but one of the things that I've been trying to challenge my own perception on too, is like, what if we like thought about failure as like a play, like a p- playful, you know, it's like, I'm going to play with this and see what it feels like, what it looks like. What do I experience? Because I try this thing out, right. And focus on the process and not the outcome, which is so easy to say. So, so easy. Right. It's like, if yeah. I just go up, it's a win, right. If I just go up, it's a win. Mm-hmm and expect it to not go well, if it goes well, it's like, great. If it doesn't, it's like, great. I still made progress. I think one other thing that comes to mind too, is like, I'm a big, like I talked about how I love studying comedy and like, I've read a bunch of like, I love reading memoirs on comedians and like autobiographies and stuff. Yeah. And you hear just like these consistent themes of you know, these, the challenges that comedians had, whether like starting out or even just not starting out and like maybe starting out doing a different career and then realizing like, oh no, this is, this is what I wanted to do. And just learning about older folks that have had that experience and then reflected on it. And then I, I love learning about that type of stuff. Yeah. And what, I, I want you to also go back to your YouTube channel, right? So how many episodes have you posted? Oh, so my episodes are longer. They're like usually 10 to 20 minutes. So it'll take me a few weeks to put them together. But mm-hmm. I've been doing it for like a year and a half. I've probably done like 20, 25 episodes. All right. And I want you to go back to the first one. Think about the first one that you ever did. The first. So it's actually funny. You start, is it all right if I get into the story? Yes, please. Okay. So <laughs> the first one, it's still my favorite <laughs> because... The first one, um, we have this tradition at our high school where 
when you're second semester senior, you're allowed to drop a class and start out a project with friends. And it has to be like academic. And then you give a presentation like at the end of the year. And so I like, this is actually what started my whole interest in comedy and the YouTube channel was like having this opportunity. So I grabbed like two of my good buddies and I wanted to make a, an episode like imitating John Oliver and last week tonight. So we put it together and like my, my two friends, like brilliant kids, they just went all in with me. And yeah, I mean, it turned out to be a great episode, still one of my favorites. And I'd say, if not my most favorite, but then the second video, I didn't have them. Like they went off to, you know, they, they were at school. I was at school and, uh, you know, they, <laughs> they didn't help me. Um, they turned their backs on me, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I had to struggle through that editing process, um, the filming process, which mm -hmm. my friend primarily did. And yeah, I mean, that, that video was just terrible quality in terms of the like video production and that sort of thing. But then like over time, you know, I was able to like learn more about it and uh, just practice more on like Premiere Pro, which is the software. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So what I'm hearing is that it's like, at first, maybe it was really good because you're, you had colleagues or friends, right. Who were a little bit more familiar with other aspects of it. And you were familiar and almost like, um, I talk, well, I, I found out about this in my current role, but, um, have you heard of zone of genius? I have not. It's kind of when something that you're doing and just really, you're just in super alignment with who you are and what you want to do long-term. And you're just like, you're dialed in. You're like, oh, it's like the, uh, have you seen soul? Like the, Oh, I haven't actually. Oh, okay. Oh, we're just, we're missing references here. <laughs> it's okay. But anyway, yeah. But it's like, it's like probably what you're saying, but it's like, yeah, you're just like in it. You, you just, you're fully immersed. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think anytime you're experiencing that, it's something to pay attention to. And, and right now you're doing all those things. Right. And that's hard. I, I mean, I hope, <laughs> I hope that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully. Definitely. Well, well, I'm saying like, you're, you know, oh, yeah. you're, you're having to do like all the aspects that, that maybe you weren't as own of gene, you know, you didn't have like that genius aspect. You didn't have the experience with, so it takes time and effort to learn those things. And I would say going through that process is valuable in and of itself cool. because you, now you're way more familiar, which means that literally if you were to go, you know, go try, um, to get the blackout in the blackout or whatever it is, no matter what you, you at least have some knowledge, right. You're not starting from now you have to learn that entire system over, right? And even if you have to learn a different system because you've already learned this one system, you're gonna, you're gonna pick up things easier on this new system. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So it's like uh, going through that process and learning from kind of the crappy things, right? Uh, I think like about working, my- Oh yeah, sure, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, I just say it's like working those muscles, you know? It's like, yes. it's, it's, you know, that's, there's some overlap there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like building it and over and over, like over time and then reflecting of like, okay, what can I do better? And then moving forward and then also asking for help when you need it. So, you know, maybe you're going to find a couple people who are really excited about the production aspects and you can literally just focus on writing. 
right? Like that would feel a really amazing for your YouTube channel specifically, mm-hmm. right? Or something else, or maybe it's another project that they're working on and you want to work on or on that project with them. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely would just be really open about how this um, experience might unfold for you. And that's like the biggest thing with college is like, have some goals in mind and get connected to things that excite you, that help you build skills, that help you meet people who are interested in similar things, but then be open to what might emerge or unfold because of that. So that's great advice. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Okay. So we're kind of coming up to time now. Um, we kind of talked a lot about a lot of different aspects, but what stood out to you? Um, sure. Yeah. Well, I think, thank you so much for like finding all these resources. I mean, it, it's definitely, um, you know, it'll be great for me to keep an eye out when I do head back to campus. I think what stood out to me was um, really that that last comment of like, being open and willing to try things, you know, failure. I think that was a good little bit we talked about. Um, and then I think one thing that comes to mind is like with my class in particular, like the high school class of 2019 and even like 2020, 2021, um, having like school just completely taken away from us and like the in-person aspect. Um, that I think gives a lot of perspective like to you to like as a student um, just like having that taken away and then now hopefully like you know um, going back to school and being in person you know hopefully returning like to some sense of normalcy Um, that's just like a great foundational piece to have and something to always like fall back on is like all right I'm here like I have this chance and uh yeah I'm gonna try and make the best of it so yes I love that that's so good um and uh, you know uh, one more thing that I'll share too is that like if for something if for some reason you know you don't get to participate in the blackout your first semester there right? I want you to think about like, what can I do instead? Right. Instead of maybe like being like, ah, I, you know, I'm so down. Like I'm bummed. I'm, you know, frustrated. You can experience those and you should experience those emotions. That's real. Right. Disappointment. And it's how can I be friends with those people anyway? (laughs) Right. Like how can I be in that environment anyway? Uh, like maybe you need to watch the shows and study them more, right. Maybe, it's going out into the community in in Chicago and seeing who needs help in Chicago. Right. So it's not just what's at your college. You are in a space where your city is going to have just as many opportunities as your college. And that's not always the case for every student. So that's really cool. So, you know, be open to looking outside as well. Um, And there's a lot of people who went to that school and who work and live in that space still. Uh, and are in that industry. So it's reaching out to those people. And because you are a student, uh, people are willing to work with you and help you out. So definitely use your student status and yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited about this and I would love for you to maybe come back on in like a year or two and let's see where you're at. Like that would be so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. 
Nathan was so awesome. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, again, and you want to come on the show, make sure that you fill out that survey in the show notes right now. Um, Anyway, hope that you enjoyed the episode. And thank you again, Nathan, for coming on. So excited for you and your college journey. And hopefully we'll get to check in with him in a, a year or two and see what happens and where he ends up. Thank you all so much for listening to the College Life Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you are subscribed so you don't miss the next one and share it with a friend. Thank you all so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Have an excellent week.